0: Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer.
1: Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers.
0: We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome, everybody. Time for another episode. Hey, Lauren. Hi. Yeah, we're back. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so we're doing kind of a random episode with what Lauren and I described as random drinks. So this is going to be different than we kind of have done in the past, although it may become a pattern every once in a while. We may kind of throw these in uh, when the mood strikes us. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're both just kind of made a drink that we like to drink or that we felt like drinking on a given day. Um And kind of chatted about that for a moment and then did our usual chat about a topic and that sort of thing. Um, So I'll start by saying that I decided to make a French 75, which for people who don't know what that is, it is a little bit of lemon juice and normally just kind of a little bit of gin, but mine (laughs) maybe has a little bit more gin and a little simple syrup and then Finishing it off with champagne or prosecco or whatever your bubbly of choice might bubbly be. Choice, I had I, like it. <laughs> I had prosecco, so I went with prosecco, um, which in general I I commonly get because it's more reasonably priced.
1: Well, it's made here versus yes, champagne. exactly all imported. So exactly that feels more reasonable. That's fair. I the first time I ever had that drink was. When you made me one. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: And we aren't a huge gin family, but, and we never really have it. My parents don't drink it either. So it's not that I dislike it, it's just that I'm not, we don't usually have it around. Um, But it it was quite tasty. So I'm glad Um, to hear that you liked it. I did. I did. So yeah, I uh, made a drink for myself, which is different than my normal, because my normal, like, uh, Go to hard liquor cocktail would be an old fashioned,
0: but okay. I was in the
1: mood for something a little different tonight. So I went with tequila and made myself uh, <laughs> a ranch water, um, which essentially ranch water started as like watered down margarita with some Topo Chico on top of it. But it's essentially okay. tequila, fresh lime juice. Um, and you know, some liqueur if you want, like what you would put typically in a margarita. So, uh, you know, triple sec, Cointreau, Grand Marnier, something like that. I did not make it with that. Um, I made it with liquor 43, which is kind of a citrusy, vanilla-y liqueur, uh, and then Chico on top of it. But I also added some, um cherry juice, the Losardo cherry juice. So it's kind of like a cherry lime ranch water that I'm drinking this this evening. So I'm testing mm -hmm. it out. I feel like I needed a refreshing drink for when my pool gets opened, which hopefully will be very soon. So I'm evaluating what to uh to have poolside and this felt like it was a decent option. So So, what's
0: the now that you've had a few sips, what's your take on it? Do you feel like yes it's a poolside, it's a winner? Or maybe you'd tweak it a bit? Or what's your what's your
1: thoughts? It's tasty. I think I may I went a little overboard with the tequila today. So perhaps a little I wouldn't say less, just, you know, uh, but the lime and the cherry is very tasty with the tequila. So I yeah, this is definitely definitely a valid option for it's got potential it does have potential and i will you know adjust i like to you know mix things up a little bit and see i use agave nectar a lot with tequila okay. as opposed to simple syrup um because it does is that sweetness but i just feel like it's a little different flavor so okay that might be an option as well so i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna give it a try but right now i'm content with my my drink it is tasty i i'm i'm it's definitely uh not a failure of my first attempt at this mixing so that's
0: good that's good I will say in order you know critiquing my drink which I have made and had before Mm -hmm. um and it was proposed to me by my brother at one point I was looking for something to make for the weekend that we were together where you tried it but I also I think I had had it before then um at least once and um you know, it's a little bit more interesting than just like a gin and tonic type drink. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little harder than that too, which is nice.
1: <laughs> yes. Cause there
0: is almost no non-alcohol in it.
1: <laughs> true, true. Um, That's how I, I make say, my pheromosas is with alcohol yeah, and alcohol.
0: I, I will say that this iteration, this current one that I have made, I elected to double the recipe because <laughs> it has been one of those a days. Day? Mm-hmm.
1: I understand, I and as a result,
0: understand. I think that my measurements maybe were a little off. Mostly gin, like I said. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I kind of took my first sip, and I was like, "Ooh, this is mostly gin." I'm just gonna put a few more drops of prosecco in there to kind of uh, just kind of lighten that up a bit. Sure, I sure. really like tart. Flavors and mm-hmm. you know, all of the things in this are tart flavors. True. I think gin yeah. has a tart flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Prosecco, obviously, you can't, you know, you know what you've got there. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's lemon juice in it as well. Yeah, so, like, for me, mm-hmm. that's those flavors altogether are very appealing. Um, but I could definitely tell that I kind of overdid it on the gin <laughs> and maybe underdid it on the simple syrup. I could probably have put a pinch mm. more to kind of like, even it out, kind of maybe just take the edge off of that tartness with the simple syrup. And that might've been a good call.
1: <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I think I will make various iterations of this. At my mom's I had a alternate version of this, but it was just lime juice, but they, she didn't have Chupo Chico, so I used Grapefruit Fresca so it oh. had that kind of tartness to it, but still okay. a little bit of, you know, um, bubbly extra uh, and it was quite tasty as well, so I, I can make a variety with this particular drink, and I think We'll have some good iterations for the summer. So that's my plan. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> old fashions by the pool aren't really. That's like a campfire thing. Yeah, like I'll make old fashions yeah. by like the bonfire. Yeah. Not so much by the pool. It doesn't really work Yeah. So- well, and that kind of
0: leads me to my last note on my drink. Is that I wish it was a little bit colder. And mm. I didn't. You know, I didn't chill my glass, which my recipe recommended ah, I do, and I, I didn't want to put ice in it. I don't I don't want to do that. No. Um, but I should have chilled my ingredients, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit. Um, my simple syrup was not cold. Obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, it was just like out on my counter. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so there were a couple. Of, other than the prosecco, everything else was not just really room temperature. Yeah. yeah. And so I wish I would have chilled it. I should have put it in a shaker. I kind of just mixed it. Mm-hmm. There stirred, is stirred if you want to get James Bond shaken, with me.
1: <laughs> shaken versus stirred is a, is a thing. Like one hundred percent is. Made, yeah. I should more have shaken. For drinks, it. there is definitely a time and a place for the shaker. I need a yeah. new shaker, so mine leaks, like, oh, no, no tomorrow. Like, I can't mix anything unless it's literally over the sink, because I know oh, it's no. going to leak. So, like, this is something I have to purchase sometime in the near future.
0: I was mm-hmm. going to say, it's not a bad thing to put on your wish list, though, because someone will get you that as a Christmas present. I don't know That's how long fair. you can wait for it. Well, but... my birthday
1: is in Oh, Oh, yeah, you have a summer So, year. like, I so can totally just... I'm gonna just suggest this to like my mother or my brother. I feel like I really could
0: use because that's a good gift from somebody. You know
1: shaker. Yes. Yes. I could use
0: one too. We got one when we got married, but it was Mm -hmm. one of those like you know the brand from like Bed Bath and Beyond. I think it's called like Simple Human or something Mm -hmm. like that. Sure, sure. And it's Mm -hmm. it's perfectly nice and it's definitely seals well it's it's Mm -hmm. got good qualities but it doesn't have that i can't remember the name of the thing the measuring cup that goes over the top yeah i love the ones that do yeah Mm yeah mine doesn't have one it just has like a little tilt oh like a lid lid thing yeah that has a strainer in it. So you can't uh, use you, t- you have to get a separate measuring device. Gotcha. All in and one. So you need all in one. Yeah. <laughs> I need one that has that. And like I don't have that. Mm-hmm. So I'm measuring usually with like a shot glass or something. Sure. Yeah. Um I mean kids wish... things oh, also yeah, the work.
1: Go. I've used them kid maybe. How... <laughs> if so you funny. can't find something else like you can do a quick conversion to milliliters to ounces and you're good. So You are 100% correct. <laughs> I
0: that is the most awesome tip so far in this episode i hope that we have more like this but that was a fantastic
1: <laughs> suggestion i
0: will never forget that you said that
1: they're always <laughs> handy <laughs> at least in my household i mean so... <laughs> i hate to say this
0: but i have like three of those in the drying rack in my kitchen because somebody is always sick and exactly. i'm always yeah. rinsing mm-hmm. one out so yeah. like yeah that exactly. is handy. That so is handy. i'm just saying Yes. Like and everyone like knows a, milliliters are more precise anyway. So if you're looking up a drink yeah. recipe, measuring by milliliters is probably the way to go.
1: Yeah, and if anybody needs to know, fifteen milliliters, which is, you know, a my child's size. Yeah. Is about a half an ounce. So you just need two. Yeah. So I'm just letting that's you know. Amazing. That if that's the measuring you have at home, that is what you need.
0: That's <laughs> so- fantastic. That's just <laughs> super helpful
1: there there <laughs> is the tip of the day <laughs> tip of the day <laughs> i love that <laughs>
0: I wish we had the ability to do one of those every day, but I feel like we'd get
1: about a weekend and both of us would be be like, I'm out. I got nothing helpful. But that's that's for today because that is what I sometimes need to use in order to measure my alcohol is my children's medicine cup. So, in case any of you other family members have the same struggles as I do, there you go.
0: All right, That is amazing. (laughs) Well, now that we've covered our special drinks for the night and maybe maybe on another one we'll do a different special drink i hope we do um let's talk about emotional reactions this is our topic for today we're going to talk about how our kids react emotionally to i kind of focused on like media like television and movies and things (laughs) like that but i think you know you can you know i'm sure you'll agree that their reactions to any situation have changed over the years as they've like developed and, and kind of like started to really feel more feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and know, even when you're
1: just more observant of things.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, absolutely. You know, interaction, social interactions and uh, observing them and being a part of them. I think it's interesting to me where my kids are at emotionally in those ways than where they were at maybe three years ago when mm-hmm. they were really little, you know, when you're really little, most of your emotional reactions are kind of like pain centered and fear centered, you know? Yeah. So like it's like you're scared of something or you hurt yourself or whatever and you're reacting. It's more instinctual to that.
1: than it is
0: emotional yeah.
1: almost at that exactly. point. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Whereas as as you get older, you know, you start to kind of you react to situations you know more intensely and i'm i will say for me personally and i often have said this to people my emotional reaction to things as i've gotten older has gotten stronger for a lot of reasons i would i would say one of the big reasons is after having children Mm -hmm. You know, you, you, what we talked about movies in that films episode, and like there are movies that I watched in college that I probably saw with you, where Mm -hmm. my reaction to those films was like, oh, yeah, this is so good and it's so violent and I Mm -hmm. love it. And like I've seen those movies in the last few years and been like, oh, this is, this is too hard to watch. Like this makes me sad. And I think that when you become a parent, for me, when I became a parent, Mm -hmm. that was something that really kind of triggered a different emotional reaction in situations.
1: Yeah, for sure. I actually, I had made even a note just about my emotional reactions to things as, you know, I've been in different kind of seasons of my life. And I've never been a very, I was never a overly emotional person. And I would say that my husband would still probably say I'm not an overly emotional person. But at some point, you know, there was definitely a line where when I had kids, I became more emotional about kid and family related things. So it's really like, what I can relate to has a much bigger connection than things that before I didn't relate to them. And I think that that also happens with our children in that when they're really little and toddlers, they don't have like the cognitive ability to understand a lot of different relationships and things like, you know, who mom and dad are, but you don't really even recognize like what a romantic relationship is because you just don't No, you know, like, you don't have that understanding yet. So it's completely at face value, when they're young, how they Mm -hmm. react to things. And like, as I've seen my kids grow a little bit older, they're understanding nuances now and they're understanding even without saying like, oh, those two people in a show are in a relationship or those two people are whatever. Like they can read cues more than they ever could before, which is a good thing and a bad thing because now I'm like, you know, there's some movies and shows that I've watched with my kids. And at one point it's almost like, oh, it has sexual innuendo, but they won't understand it. So like it's, Not okay, but okay, because it'll go right over their head. And now I'm in this weird gray area where, like, they understand some of those jokes that are not appropriate for them. So now I have to rethink the, like, okay, all right, what we need to rewatch things ahead of time. But, like, when they were younger, we wouldn't let them watch something that was super violent or has, like, sex scenes. But, like, you know, there's some kind of um adult jokes and things like that that they would have just completely mm-hmm. not even understood. But sure. now they're at the point where they s- are starting to understand or to ask questions. Right. So <laughs> we're on that weird yeah. teeter totter line.
0: <laughs> well, and you made a point there at, early on in what you were saying where you kind of observed that like as your kids have their own connections, they start to to make those connections when they're like watching a show or a movie or something like that. And I think that's really interesting. You know, in the last couple of years, my kids have encountered a little bit of death. You know, we had the cat pass away and then my father passed away. And I think that now when they watch something where Mm -hmm. a character that they've connected to passes away, Mm -hmm. they feel they feel that a lot more they react emotionally Mm -hmm. to that a lot more than they did a few years ago you know i always give the example of up Mm -hmm. the movie up which for me and Mm -hmm. for most adults Adults, yeah (laughs) and i will even say especially like adults who are in like or have been in a serious relationship with someone Mm -hmm. you know that the the connection that you have with that person can be so strong that when you go through your whole life with them for you to lose them at some point really like evokes emotion emotion. in Mm -hmm. you and you'll react very strongly to that so like when i watch like the opening scene of up i am just like a complete mess (laughs) because Mm -hmm. i have had close connection with Mm -hmm. somebody and all I can think about, because I'm a human being and I have emotions, it's is so what that would that. feel like mm-hmm. for me to go through the same story. Yep. And my kids, on the other hand, are sitting there and they're just like stone faced <laughs> and they're just yeah. like, oh, she got
1: old. She died. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, oh you're like, it's not about kids. the fact and that everybody. Yeah. Oh, everybody dies. We get it, but that's not the point. My youngest actually made a comment to me the other day that I think he realized far earlier than I realized when I was a kid that all Disney movies, someone dies. Like they start out in tragedy. He's like, Why does somebody's parent always die in Disney movies? And I was like, Dude, I don't I don't know, but you're right. Like in a very large majority yes. of Disney movies, yes. it starts out with somebody important dying. Like, yes. and I didn't realize was... that as a kid till I no. got older. Like
0: no. Or somebody was just already gone. I mean, like yeah. even movies where like, like Lilo
1: and Stitch, they have no parents. Like right. I
0: was gonna I was gonna yeah. give the example of like Beauty and the Beast and the Little Mermaid, where there's no mother figure. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like mm-hmm. how these characters, if they had had a mother in those films, mm-hmm. would they have made like the same but, choices? Would they right? have done the same thing exactly? And, yeah. And you don't think about that. I mean, you and I watched The Little oh Mermaid my God. like a million a gajillion times. A million times yeah. together. I mean, you know, I can sing. Yeah. Where's At her mom? 41, I can sing every song in Agreed. that movie yeah. today. <laughs> and, but, but when you were watching it as a child, you weren't necessarily thinking about how she has no mother. Right. How your she's dad. missing a parent. Yeah. But now as an adult, you know, especially like your son pointing out that. Yeah, somebody passed away. Like even in the films where like a specific person doesn't die, like at the beginning, like in right. Bambi or like Finding Nemo, like, hey, where the parent actually passes like, away. At so the many of them. But like <laughs> in these other films, there's they just don't have someone yep. missing. Yep. Like, and a lot
1: of them, like I don't where see are most Snow of White's them. parents? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, but again. I didn't even think about that either. as a kid. And my youngest is like, hey, like, check why this kid out, yeah." Man. And I'm like, dude, like, you're right. That's heavy, man. Like, That's like for a really nine-year-old, I'm like, yeah, I mean, you're right. And, but, you know, and I'm like, yeah, but they, you know, go on to overcome, blah, blah. I don't know. I made some BS up. But, like, he's right. right. Like, that is how a lot of these kid movies start and it's so interesting to me that that's how they choose to set up the plot is either you're missing a parent or someone important in you what would you would think would be a typical child's life or you immediately lose someone and that's probably a good 80 percent i can not think of many where there are two parents in the household of most of these kids' movies. And it's nope. so. I such was just trying to go through the dynamic list to While you were talking, <laughs> and I was
0: just thinking of some of my favorite Disney yeah. films, which include The Emperor's New Groove. He love never it. has parents at all. At all. I, mean, like, I have no idea. I don't know what yeah. happened to that guy. Mm-hmm. And then Tangled, which is a more recent mm. Disney
1: movie that I absolutely love. This I love girl Tangled. got kidnapped. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right. By someone who wasn't up. any family who thought, yeah like it's it's so interesting when you evaluate the things that our children are made for children yeah. and look at like those things that you would really think would evoke some sort of emotion and as an adult they evoke more emotion in us than the kids yeah but like, absolutely, the yeah. kids don't really get it at that age. But it's still interesting to me that that's how we are choosing to portray these these children's movies and stories and things. It's just so interesting. Yeah. I thought my son's comment was, you know, wise beyond his years, and for very me, very insightful. like, the like, like yeah. you're you're totally right. That is what yeah. happens in a lot of these things. And he did have like he you know he he didn't wasn't overly emotional but he was just kind of like it really sucks like why do they do that and i was like because he recognizes like movies aren't reality so like it's right. a story but he still was like why do they have to kill off like you know simba's dad in the beginning of the lion king or sure, yeah you know whoever else like is that what you know why would they do that and i'm like i don't I don't know, kid. Yeah. I, know.
0: <laughs> I, I will say that the more you think about that, the more you realize it exists in almost all of the media yeah. that we consume because like like for example, we went as a family to see Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Ooh, I haven't seen that. Um I'm going to talk about it for no just spoiler. like one second okay. in a minute, but like we um I was thinking about the earlier films and the first movie, the very first thing that happens is one of the main characters, parents passes Mm -hmm. away and it's very sad. And it's very like emotionally charged for the characters in the film for you. Mm -hmm. And because it's like a kid watching his parent, everybody can make that connection. Like everybody has some connection to like a, a parent figure in their life that you're going to feel emotional about that part of the story. Mm-hmm. And so like I was thinking about, you know, that film when we were going to discuss this topic and we actually uh, we rewatched the first movie and the second movie with the kids before we went and saw the third movie over oh, the weekend. Wow. And we're watching the second movie and at the second end of the second film, one of the characters' father figures passes away and um I personally was like really messed up about it because this is the first time I've watched this film since my Mm. father passed away so I was just like oh this is too much like I got to take a break from this movie I can't watch this movie for a while Mm -hmm. and um and it was really sad for me in particular but even my nine-year-old I could tell was getting a little bit emotional, and we actually talked about it earlier today because I wanted to talk to my kids about. Mm.
1: You know,
0: I asked them each what is the saddest movie you have ever seen as a prompt for this recording. Oh yeah, and my my nine year old did not say Guardians Two, even though we just watched it recently, and he did seem to get emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, but. I have observed that as they have gotten older, I have seen them react more strongly, even in a humor way. I mean, even things that are funny Mm -hmm. versus things that are sad. Yeah. and
1: Definitely. I've definitely seen my kids understand and react to jokes or things that are funny far more lately than before. Mm -hmm. But I will
0: say, now that I'm going to talk about the third Guardians movie, Mm -hmm. uh, both of my kids, unprompted, Mm -hmm. Said it was the saddest movie they have ever seen.
1: Wow! All right, jeez.
0: And uh, they're right. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) It is
1: really sad. (laughs) I haven't seen it yet. No, (laughs) it's all right. It's all right. I will say
0: that for me personally, and and from what I understand about you, Lauren, as my friend and someone that I have known for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna hit you that hard. And it might not really hit your kids that hard because the like the sad parts.
1: Right. They may not relate to as much.
0: You yeah, you mm-hmm. just might not. Sure. It is a very emotional film, but it's also really good. It was well, really, really good. For sure. Yeah, it was so yeah. good. The action was good. It was also, in my opinion, maybe the most violent marvel movie i have ever seen
1: interesting
0: okay yeah so it's directed by james gunn who also directed the latest suicide squad movie Mm -hmm. and i don't know if you watched that movie but the violence in that movie is kind of like up a notch
1: yeah from like a
0: marvel movie and oh yeah way more yeah and this movie is somewhere in the middle it yeah. is okay. more we, violent than most Marvel films, but it isn't quite Suicide Squad.
1: Yeah, we've seen Suicide Squad. Well, I've seen it. I don't think we've let the kids see that uh, Yeah, one. we
0: have not let so, the kids watch but, Suicide Squad. It's a little. It's, he's made up because bunch everybody's of like a human yeah. being and we're sort of like. Uh, right. Yeah, kind of exactly.
1: It's not marvel a lot of marvel you can kind of ignore. Uh we we liked the peacemaker movie which he also directed. I've the, not seen it. It was funny. I really like John that. Cena. It was yeah, funny worth it was worth a watch. I I enjoyed it. But um we will watch I'm sure we will watch the new Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that you should. Around I, to it I
0: think that your kids are going to be like, I was really nervous because I had a co-worker who had seen it a few days before mm. me and we had bought tickets in advance to see it on Mother's oh, Day. okay. And um, he was like, oh, it was the saddest movie I've ever seen. It was so sad. like he went on oh, wow. and on You're like... and on. And I started to get really freaked like, out. Should like, we go? Should we I not? was like, like, do I just like blow this off? Like, should I yeah. just eat this? Like, or mm. like, do I get a babysitter and right. my husband just do and the I go see yeah. the movie? And I just like try to get a refund for my kids' tickets. Like, what do I do? Yeah. And um, I just sort of was like, well, we'll we just give take it our a chances. Shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And hope that they can handle it. And I didn't like I thought my coworker had overhyped how sad it was. Mm-hmm. Um in retrospect, now that a few days have passed and I have seen it, you know, I feel like yeah. wow, it was sadder than I think my initial reaction was. Sure. There were things that were really strong emotional situations. I won't yeah. say sad, just like strong emotions. Sure. Um that I maybe didn't react to initially mm. but now but thinking if you back, go back and think thinking about it about, yeah. yeah i'm just like you know what that was pretty that was pretty intense okay. you know um yeah. but i think that that makes for a good film i mean i think yeah. that's
1: important i mean you that's know? you want to get sucked in like it's a movie you want it's you a just connect to it like, right feel, yeah it, that's yeah. kind of the point so we'll definitely see it i will say so we never saw the second uh, Black Panther movie. Or not Black Panther. Jesus. Oh, um, we never saw. Yeah. So Wakanda Forever. Whatever it was called. Oh, what yeah. Was called? Um, talk so about we never saw movie. that. But part of it was because my kids were like, we don't want to see it. After because... he passed. Chadwick Boseman's not yes. in it. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. We we feel like we can't it can't be the same. Like they, you know, they've seen the news when it happened and stuff, and you yeah. know whatnot. And they were like, It it's it it's not gonna be as good. It's not gonna be the same, blah, blah. blah. Not that it wouldn't be, but that was just their initial reaction yeah. to not having him yeah. in it was that, oh, I don't I don't I don't know if I can watch this. I saw that movie and
0: I will say that while I don't necessarily think your kids are right on the reason why it's not Mm -hmm. as good that that he's not it. I will say that the fact that the guy who used to play Black Panther has passed away impacted that film and in my opinion in a negative way. Yeah. Like because I felt like the entire film Mm -hmm. was just like a memorial service Mm. for the actor. Mm -hmm. And I had a really hard time with that because yeah. you spent two hours in the theater mourning the loss because his character mm-hmm. dies. That's how they mm. presented in the film. yeah. And it's the first thing you see. It's right, the first course. thing that happens yeah. is that his character dies. And I just was like, and they just remind you over the and, entire and over movie. Yeah. and over. And like, I mean, Someday, maybe you should watch it because sure. there's characters that are introduced in it that maybe mm-hmm. you're going to want to know about. Right, I, think right, that's, right. I think that's the case, yeah. but I also feel like if I didn't see that movie, I'd probably be okay with that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, our our kids definitely. It was more like sometimes they do connect to characters. I think they both really liked the first one. Oh and, yeah. I mean that like, film was amazing. It really was. It was one of our favorites, honestly. Yeah. And it still is. But so, uh, that and like so, my daughter really likes the Descendants movies. They're Disney. Yeah. Um, and one of the main characters passed away from that series oh, as well. Oh okay. And she's like, they shouldn't make another one without them. Like, this the, yeah. the series is over. Like, they should just not. And they haven't, and I don't think they will. But she was very like, I know the movie itself is pretend, but now that they're not all here, they should just be done. And I'm like, yeah, I can respect that. Like, I get it. Um, yeah. But it's interesting that they even have, like, thoughts on that. Yeah. yeah. In general. Um. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. That is really interesting. Yeah, I thought I was surprised that both my kids named the same film when I asked them what was the saddest. I don't know if that's because this is the most recent film we've watched and it was also sad Mm. or if they really do feel that way. I had them both explain it Mm -hmm. and I won't go into details because I don't want to spoil anything, Um, Thank you. <laughs> but their explanations were very thought provoking and they really were considered and they really like they had a reason for feeling that way that was valid that made those films affect them emotionally. So I feel like it it's not that it was the last movie we saw. I feel sure. like that it was that they really did feel emotional feel that way. while watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
1: yeah, No, that's, that's fair. We haven't seen a lot of movies recently. Not new movies. Mm-hmm. So my son, my youngest, is super into the show Cobra Kai all of a sudden. Oh, I yeah. have no idea why. Okay. He's watched like all five seasons in like the last <laughs> week and a half. Like... I yeah, but anyway, so I was like, we should watch the Karate Kid since that's what the freaking show's based off of. Right. So we start watching it, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so old. Um, right. But there's yeah, a right? bunch.
0: I mean, of... it was old, even kind of
1: for us. Like, yeah, it was like '84. I think it was made. Well, so it yeah, was like, yeah, I mean, but we yeah, were, but we were only a couple years old. Like, yeah, yeah, it was for sure. So it was, and it looks like it was made in in the '80s. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> But there's a number of scenes in that movie that they both had reactions to that were upset of, like, you know, somebody get beating up for no reason, bullying. Yeah. They're very okay. in tune with, like, this person is being a bully or this, per- you know, is doing something that mm-hmm. they shouldn't be. Those kind of things are far more like they will vocally point them out now in shows right. or movies Um, that they probably previously wouldn't the other thing is now they do and i mentioned this slightly earlier they recognize romantic relationships far more now than they used to um so whether it's very obvious somebody's married or if it's just like teenagers in a tv show and you can tell that they're like dating but they don't necessarily say it like they're picking up on those things sure far more lately than they ever would have before you know me right. and my daughter went and saw greece the musical like a month ago and we had watched the movie beforehand which is very not kid appropriate even though it's rated pg there's a lot of talk about sex in that movie yeah. um i and so... recall the
0: movie has an abortion talk yeah, in it too yeah, they don't
1: <laughs> it's a complicated subject (laughs) yeah so like but then i don't remember what exactly the questions were but she's like what does that mean what are they doing what are this and Mm -hmm. i'm like okay and i think when i was a kid most of that went over my head when i first watched that movie like Mm -hmm. i don't think that i really had any idea what a lot of what happened was happening Yeah. no i i I agree i
0: feel the same way
1: yeah but now my daughter's like far more attuned than i was at that age to things Mm -hmm. going on or you know things like that so it's definitely interesting um how i do feel like our kids are growing up faster than we did or at least understanding or being exposed to more adult things earlier yeah, than we I think did. that's
0: definitely true and I think that's actually really kind of the theme of what we were going to get at in this episode which is that like emotionally I think our kids are are more advanced mm-hmm. than we maybe were you know I look at my nine-year-old and I have conversations with him about feelings mm-hmm. and he's an emotional kid so we have a lot of conversations about feelings sure um you mentioned not being an, a super emotional person. I think I am a an emotional person, but I am terrible at expressing emotion. So <laughs> okay. it's really hard for me to have conversations about uh, how about I'm feeling. About
1: emotion, yeah. I
0: might feel strongly about something, but if you were to ask me how I felt, I would just be like, "Ah, that's sad." Yeah. Like
1: <laughs> right like but that I would give like much context too <laughs> like <I> would, yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh that was really frustrating for me mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be able to elaborate or talk fair, to you about fair, yeah. like why I felt why that way did, you know? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But my little one is really my 9 year old is really good at that and mm-hmm. is really yeah. is it's it one of the things I think that I admire him for is that even though he is a very emotional kid and at times I'm kind of like you need to tone it down (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) i also appreciate the fact that he's really good at identifying how he feels about things because it makes it a lot easier
1: so much easier
0: emotions like when he's really upset he can explain to you often not a hundred percent sure sure yeah but can often explain to you exactly where he's at exactly how he reached the point he is at you know if yeah. he's really upset and he's upset because this and then this and then this happened and all of those things combined to make him really upset you're going to get a really accurate picture of what's going on with him and That's i like really that really helpful him. like yes yes
1: my my children are not so sometimes they can identify what is upsetting them.
0: Yeah. And
1: sometimes they get upset over things that they don't need to get upset about. I'm sure that's a phase at this point, yeah, um, so sometimes they can say, "Well, this is why." And other times they literally have no idea they're yeah. just overly emotional. And I'm like, "I can't help you if I don't understand." Why it's tricky, yeah. You're you're upset, yeah. So, like, to be able to pinpoint, like, this is why I'm upset, yeah, it's really helpful, and I hope that. Again, they're nine, so I'm sure that some of that will come. We're not, yeah, we are
0: not at the conclusion of their emotional journey. So
1: hopefully, they're gonna (laughs) right. So they will will get better, but they are they're open to talking about things. It's just sometimes they have emotions that they struggle to identify. Now, my oldest is very unique. Obviously, he's autistic. He doesn't really talk, so we have no idea sometimes. what is causing his emotions but he more recently has started to react to movies and tv shows and things so like he'll be sitting watching his tablet and he will just be cracking up at something and i'll like go over and it's like you know contextually appropriate something funny happened sure yeah so you know when he was younger he had very strong emotions to certain movies or certain like scenes in movies where someone was like hurt or left behind or like he got scared scared was a very big one for him like he would flip forward from a part of like the polar express that he thought the little boy was getting left behind on the train at the beginning and he would just cry like he Aww. would just be upset that they were leaving little boy behind. Like yeah. the train was leaving without him and he would just get really upset about that. Yeah. Um and that was always interesting to us. We would just like skip forward a scene for the longest time. He's hey, now better, but I'm an
0: adult. Yeah. I skip scenes. No, totally, I do not watch yeah. the beginning of Up when I watch it. Like I will totally walk fair. out, <laughs> and yes.
1: come back. Um, but it's interesting now that he's laughing at like the right points mm-hmm. at things mm-hmm. and like, you know, he's finding things funny that are funny. Like that was yeah. that's the point. Sure of it and getting to the point where he's more like aware of like social cues a little bit more he clearly is still far far behind but it is interesting like you know before bed today he was laughing like a hyena I'm like please just be quiet like I have no idea what's making you laugh so much but it was right. something he was watching um, and <laughs> the twins do that too now far more they get more jokes than they yeah. do um granted, well, and I can see
0: there. that with my older son versus mm-hmm. my younger son, like mm-hmm. some, you know, my husband and I, we're both sarcastic. I mean, we, oh. you know, Oh my gosh. So it. yeah. In our yeah, house, yeah, right. You guys are we, the same we are way.
1: Fluent sarcasm. Yes. Yeah.
0: And so <laughs> like, there are times where me or Mike will be sarcastic about something and I'll see it click in the brain of my older son mm. And it will click in the younger one. He'll get it, you know, eventually. Or maybe he doesn't pick up everything or maybe he's not paying attention. But whatever. But, like, there are times where, like, I'll say something to my husband Mm -hmm. and he'll, you know, react to it. And I'll see my older son click in his brain Uh, (laughs) what I just said. And he'll be like, oh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I love that. I actually enjoy that because for me, Mm -hmm. one of the things that was a big motivator for having kids was that I wanted to have a connection to people like that. I want my kids to connect with me and like Mm -hmm. I'm always been one of those people that like when I had babies I was kind of like uh I just have to I just have to keep them alive so they have to get through the newborn phase yeah
1: no same I don't like newborns that we can have
0: conversations and Mm -hmm. that has always been for me a big goal was to Mm -hmm. reach the point where I can sit down with one of my kids and I can just be like how's it going and they can Mm -hmm. be like well You know, even if they're talking about silly little school things that maybe as a 41 year old adult, I know maybe they don't matter that much the day to day. Uh But I still love the fact that, like, my nine year old is going to come to me and be like, well, at the end of the day, this one kid took this other kid's show and tell item, and we had this you know conversation about why that wasn't okay and i'm just like oh that's very interesting and we talk about like why is that important and like why did your teacher make you all stay in the classroom five minutes after the Mm -hmm. bell or whatever and um and i'm glad that we're reaching the point where we're having these more emotional connected conversations Mm -hmm. and you know and that's that's a big thing for me. That's a really great... So it's good to see my older son, and then my younger son, you know, is following along with that yeah. over time. Mm-hmm. Like, have those moments. It's nice. Yeah. You no, know? it is.
1: And, like, you know, it's nice to be able to, you know, your kids get jokes and things. Yeah. And even if you mm-hmm. are watching TV or a show or whatever, to not be, like you know have to explain something the fact that you can enjoy stuff together at this point and they're at the emotional maturity level that like they understand and you know things like that is is a milestone in you know a parent's kind of life too in that now you can go and enjoy things that aren't kid specific but that you will all actually enjoy together and that's a really great point i think in the like child parent relationship and that you can do things that aren't just kids like you know I'm kind of tired of Disney well Marvel is Disney but you know of just like kids specific things but you know there's adult things that they can still relate to and enjoy and that's a nice point in our kind of their development that is enjoyable too
0: right and we're starting to get there Mm -hmm. with a lot of that stuff I mean you've mentioned on multiple occasions your kids watching shows and movies that you've personally enjoyed. I mean, mm-hmm. like your daughter watches Wednesday. Wednesday is a is an enjoyable show for an adult. Yeah. You can enjoy that show, mm-hmm. and like the Marvel movies. I mean, as an adult, you can enjoy those movies, and it isn't yeah. like you know the Snow Buddies, Golden Retriever puppy. Yeah, movie I don't need that. Where you're like.
1: <laughs> exactly. You know, well, that's like, oh, me my and my goodness. husband are like, all right, so we we cross the threshold where we can actually all watch things together that we all might right. enjoy, like, as a to one just three. the children would enjoy. And we're definitely at that point where it's nice. I mean, our kids, like my youngest, has watched more Cobra Kai than I have um, mm-hmm. just because we never got around to the last season, they started watching stranger things, which is hit or right. miss for kids. You have to know your own child, whether that would be appropriate for I them or agree. not. I agree. And our kids are fine with it and have enjoyed it. My daughter's watched this whole Wednesday season, probably like six times at this point. <laughs> he loves it. Yeah. Um, you know, and then my husband and I were talking the other day and thinking, because my son said something about not liking practice. And I nearly quoted Ted Lasso. Mm -hmm. It like was literally, and I was like, he's never seen this so that he won't appreciate it. But I was like, you know what? There's a lot in Ted Lasso that they would actually really enjoy. We and have so... had that conversation yeah.
0: because you know how I feel about Ted Lasso. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> and there are things in Ted Lasso that I don't think my kids can handle. There's a lot yeah. of sexual stuff yes. that happens that's in that the, show. Like like main that's piece really, that
1: we question it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's really complicated. What I would say, having watched the show like on repeat mm-hmm. a couple of times, yeah. not a lot, but a couple of times, sure, sure. is – Maybe have them watch the Christmas episode of season two. Mm, okay, season two Christmas episode because it's like watching a Christmas special mm-hmm. of any television of anything. show. Yeah, and I don't know if you really need to have context to watch that sure. episode. Okay. So, like, watch it yourself once mm-hmm. at some point yeah. if you have the opportunity, mm-hmm. and see if you could connect with the characters on that show. Without having ever seen anything
1: else. Because
0: I I have seriously considered showing my kids the Christmas mm -hmm. episode.
1: Yeah. I'm going to look into it. But there was definitely, like, I was literally almost out of my mouth, like, a quote from him (laughs) about, like, practice as we were driving to lacrosse practice. And I was like, you won't appreciate this. But it was, it was 100% dead on would have been appropriate in the context. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, of course. All right. Like there's some, there's some episodes that he would be fine, but like, I'd have to go back and identify them, which is a lot of work at this point. It is a lot of work. But like, there's so much from there that I feel like my son, particularly with the sports background, would actually get a lot out of. And yes. so yes. I, I will I will give it thought as time goes on, but I will definitely look into the well the Christmas episode for sure. But yeah, yeah.
0: my brother has his two oldest children have watched Ted Lasso. So his okay. 17 and 15 year old mm-hmm. have watched Ted Lasso okay. and he he had moments even with the 15 year old where <laughs> he was kind of like because there is like some Self love yeah. situations mm-hmm. yeah, that take yeah. place and things like that without getting too graphic. And I definitely don't want to spoil anything yeah. because if you haven't watched Ted Lasso, you should. I'm incredibly disappointed <laughs> in you. But. I'm not sure if we can remain friends. But... It is a
1: fantastic show. I, I openly <laughs> but I, admit I can forgive that you. This, yes, yes.
0: If you reach out and you talk to me about it, we can come to some sort of arrangement <laughs> where you then watch it. Yes. Um, but his youngest, who mm-hmm. is 12, mm-hmm. has not watched. Not, yeah, and but I will say, my kids have seen the roger rabbit movie have you yep. have your kids seen roger yeah. rabbit
1: uh i believe so yeah
0: okay so roger rabbit is, is a also... little sexual because jessica rabbit's sole purpose in the film is to be Isn't like sexual. the quote-unquote be... perfect perfect woman or whatever you right, want right
1: right yeah co-hurt. well i mean the fact that my daughter has seen greece and now they've talked yeah, about and and abortion yeah. i'm kind of like yeah that's a good point that's De so, is pretty serious business it was, it was <laughs> definitely uh eye-opening but um yeah and like some of like one of the episodes that has some of the self-love things I was like I would be amiss to think that my son isn't or hasn't done some of that well, on his own here so <laughs> I'm gonna share a
0: story and I'm gonna keep it as anonymous as possible one of my children. Years ago, I won't even say which one. Mm-hmm. Uh, used to touch himself. Yep. Oh yeah. Whenever the mood struck him, not uh, not like no, let's but, not go to the extreme, but just kind of you know. No. Occasionally, you know, we have to
1: have a conversation having, about on your
0: hands. Yeah, or, yeah. And at one places. point, mm-hmm. I said to my son, "Um, you know, you really shouldn't be doing that." That's not really appropriate, you know, when we're, like, out at dinner. (laughs) Yes. When we're on the call,
1: sitting on the couch. We're together
0: as a family. Like, that's just, you know, you really shouldn't be grabbing yourself (laughs) while you're around other people. It's just really not appropriate. And my son said, but it feels so good when I squeeze it. (laughs) that's what he said and i looked him dead in the face (laughs) and i said
1: i know but you can't do it <laughs> not around other people
0: at least like and i was just, i remember telling that story to my father i mean, like i was just like yeah man i know it feels good but you can't do it and my dad just like exploded with laughter like he was just like oh my goodness like, and i was just like
1: but yeah and honestly like as the boys get older that's a thing like you just have to accept it at some point so it's not
0: like it's (laughs) unnatural i mean it's not it's totally natural that's it is the byproduct of this entire conversation having emotional reactions to see things that you see and Mm -hmm. do and interact with that is one of the outcomes you are going to physically react to what you're seeing i mean sometimes That's crying and sometimes it's laughing and sometimes it's feeling excited. And I think that like, like I said about, about my youngest, like having conversations is great. Mm -hmm. Understanding and processing and connecting is awesome. Like Mm -hmm. I want my kids to feel that way. I hope that they do. Mm -hmm. I want them to connect. I joked with my friend. When we went to see Guardians 3, mm-hmm. because I was so afraid it was super emotional. And sure, I was sure, sure. worried I was going to cry the whole movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and like, I text my friend, my friend John, who you mm-hmm. know, yeah. who is also not an emotional person. Right? And I was like, like listen, I'm going to cry during this movie. I need you to be cool. Like, that was what I said to <laughs> yeah. him. I was yeah. like, I'm bringing <laughs> tissues to the movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> please do yeah. not make fun because I yeah. won't be yeah. able to yeah. handle that. Right. And, um, and i would i said in the text message i was like and also my kids are probably going to be stone cold and feel nothing and i'm they might be serial killers like i'm not <laughs> sure. we
1: don't know jury's then, out yeah yeah <laughs>
0: and i was just like i don't want you to freak out <laughs> <laughs> and he just laughed and was we're like, covering all the bases here. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I just want you to know where we're at emotionally. Yes. <laughs> like I am way up here and my kids are way down here. Like
1: that's so why we're, we're at. all on the same page. It's <laughs> yeah. fine. It's fine. But yeah, no, that's all of these things are normal and natural. And some of yes. it is just as you get older, it's mm-hmm. different. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's definitely a journey. So, but totally. All right, I'm going to drink more of my, my tequila.
0: What is this drink called now? Ranch water. Ranch, Ranch water. water? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And mine is a French 75, you guys, which I have finished and wow. I am feeling the effects of. I'm not going to
1: lie. <laughs> that gin will do it. I'm not going to go
0: to sleep immediately <laughs> because I need to drink some water.
1: responsible see you're being responsible i'm
0: gonna be a grown-up about it (laughs) good job (laughs) but um thanks for joining us you guys and what this turned into a really interesting uh conversation i'm really glad about that and we will catch you guys next time bye bye
1: thanks everyone for listening to the latest musings from parenting by the pint Be sure to find us on Facebook,
0: Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts.
1: Have a great week and cheers to you all.